All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates the top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and featured titan today. I'm super excited about this one. All the way from New York, New York, Vicki Barron. Vicki, thanks so much for taking the time. It's an honor to have you. You are welcome, Greg, and thank you for inviting me. Yeah, this is great. I can't wait to dive into the series of questions, really share your story and who you are out with the audience and the Titan Nation. So if you're ready, let's just dive in. Let's do it. All right, so let's just start with telling everybody a little bit about yourself. Well, I was born on the East Coast, raised in California. Okay. Moved to New York about 20, 21 years ago. Wow. Did not know one single person in New York. Did not have any connections in New York. Okay. Got my real estate license. Hmm. And um, so I always say to agents, if I can do it, anyone can do it. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> because I truly had no idea what I was doing. I couldn't have been greener. I didn't even know where Tribeca was. Wow. So fortunately, I, I got a desk and I was off and running and I, okay. I, I started there and I'm here now. Okay. So I want to dive a little bit deeper into the, into the real estate side and what got you into the business in the first place. So Vicki, what was it? Why, when you moved to New York, why real estate? What were, what were your thoughts? And then what was your path to where you are to today? Well, the truth is I, I've loved real estate probably my whole adult life. I bought my first piece of real estate when I was 20 years old. Love Not it. with family money. It was mm -hmm. my own savings and I did it on my own. And I'm not sure how Bank of America even gave me a mortgage, but Bank <laughs> of America because they did. Wow. Not even commercial for the bank, but I, I look back on it going, how did that happen? So I bought something. I fixed it up. I sold it 10 months later, bought another one. I probably bought 12 different places doing this in and out. Um, I like architecture, I like real estate, but I was not licensed, so I was flipping before I even knew that there was a, a flipping real thing happening out there. Right. And when I moved to New York, I thought I was only coming to New York for two years, and I thought, what better way to get to know the city than to get your real estate license? So I got my real estate license, and, and here I am. Unreal. So from that time frame forward to today, what was it like growing your knowledge and your basis and, and understanding of the city? I mean, New York is huge. You know what? The, the truth is the core of who I am, my, my why, if you will, is yeah. because I, I really do care about people and okay. I, I like serving people. I like hmm. helping people. I like studying people. Right. Um, People fascinating. So the reason I love New York is my feet hit the ground. The diversity, the energy, the people energize me. And I, and I like real estate and architecture. So I thought, well, these are people that need help. Hmm. And I understand people and I understand business and I love architecture and real estate. So put them all together and it was a perfect role for someone in real estate. Wow. Unbelievable. And, and again, with that background understanding for everybody out there, you really caring and being passionate about the people and, and really understanding that. Obviously, you've hit some of the highest of highs, Vicki. I mean, I, I have some of the numbers here and hopefully I don't butcher it. But I mean, talking about in production into the billions 
and hundreds of millions on an annual basis. I mean, that's, that's yeah. no small feat. Uh, that, that's some serious numbers that are being put up there. And, and it, it, it's true. Thank you for acknowledging that. But yeah. for me, it's not about the numbers. It's really about the people. Gosh, and when I was new in the business, someone in front of me turned around and she said, this business is all about money and greed. Hmm. And, and she kind of scared me. And I said, well, what are you talking about? Money and greed? It's not about money and greed. It's about people. Hmm. And she turned around and she kind of chuckled. She said, you're new. You'll find out soon enough. And, and I really remember that because hmm. I thought, it's not. It's about people. And if you're focused, I think the difference is if you're really focused on the person that you're helping and the goal is really, and the attention is on them and not you mm -hmm. and not the money, the numbers and the money will come if you keep your focus where it should be and remove your ego and keep your heart in place and, and do the right thing. Wow. I, I mean, that is the, the epitome of what everybody really should be looking up to and aspiring to um, in the business of real estate. And unfortunately, not everybody is that way. But I will say very clearly that a continuous vein throughout the Titan series and, and some of the best of the best and the brightest minds, they really feel that way. It is about the people. It's not about the money, doing the right things. All of it comes along the way. But if money is your only thing, there's a lot of things you can do for money that are a lot easier than real estate. And when it comes down to it, this is not an easy uh, job or occupation by any means. So No, in fact, uh, many days and there are times where you're working for free. In fact, it's costing you money. Right. But again, if you're not, you shouldn't weigh that. It's mm -hmm. more on a mission. And the truth is I'm too insecure to, to disappoint people. So wow. I'm a people pleaser. I really like to give it my all and do my best. And, mm -hmm. and I, don't, I don't like to fail. So when you roll up your sleeves, and I always say everyone in real estate, everyone, anyone I'm thinking of bringing on my team, they have to be willing to clean a toilet. And I say that sincerely. Love it. Because if you're ego and you think you're too good to really – the, the words, it's not my job, should not ever come out. Just do what you have to do to get the job done. And one thing everyone has in common that's in the top tier, they all work extremely hard. Right. Every one of them may have a different uh, mission statement or mm -hmm. a, a different strategy, but the one thing they have in common is they're all dedicated and working really hard. Well said. I, I mean, the, the nuggets of information already, Vicki, we're just getting warmed up and this is incredible. Uh, you had mentioned uh, why already. And I do want to segue into the next question, which is the why question. So I ask every Titan this at the end of the day, what is your why? What drives you and motivates you? What inspires you every day to get out of bed and do what you do to the level that you do it at? Well, the truth is I really like to have fun. So it sounds okay. silly, but my first interview when I was a child I said, is this job, am I going to have fun? And the man in the suit said, fun? No one's ever asked me that before. And I said, well, I want to have fun. And, and fun for me is problem solving and helping people. Hmm. So if I have someone that's in need or um, they need a partner to help them get from A to Z, 
And, and I take that assignment seriously because I want to please them and I want to do a good job. Right. It's fun for me. It's fun. In fact, the more complicated it is, the more fun. So I love that. my why is really to service and help people get to the finish line hmm. and with the strategy and, and, and really knowledge. Right. It's, it's, it takes a, someone said to me recently, I said, you know, I have a gut feeling, just instinct. They said, yeah, Vicki, but it took you 20 years to get that gut instinct. Mm. And don't, you know, I always say I'm just lucky a lot. I say, I'm just lucky. They say, stop mm. saying that. It's not luck. You spent a lot of time studying, reading, right. researching, and getting where you are, where you feel confident to help someone. Sure. And, and, and that's apparent that comes across, you know, through everybody, hopefully everybody's feeling and, and, and seeing and hearing this right now, whether you're watching or listening, but uh, when it comes down to it, Vicki, that's so true. It, it, it does take time and practice and effort and, and really caring. And if you yeah. really don't care, that's going to come through very easily and you're not going to last very long in the business. Um, having your priorities straight, as you had mentioned, and really working hard and putting in the time and devoting yourself to others and something that's bigger than ourselves um, obviously you do that and then so, so it's just incredible to, to hear this and to see this. Um, and, and there's no, uh, doubt in my mind why the, there's that level of success and, and admiration to the community and impact that you make. Uh, so I do want to shift gears on this one, uh, in, in particular, this is actually a crowd pleaser for the series. Anybody who's watching or listening, they love to hear from the Titans and how they're growing or have grown and scaled their business. So this particular question ends up being, if you could look back at your career thus far and pick or choose one or two things that you added to your business that you changed or adjusted that took it from one level to the next, what's that look like for you? Well, the, the class, I, I taught a course this morning at the Real Estate Board of New York Love it. on building and putting together and growing a team. Mm -hmm. So I'm fortunate enough to wake up every day and come to work and have both of my daughters hmm. alongside me working in the industry, which is any mother would probably pinch themselves because it's, it's really truly a gift to be able to watch them. And they're both very, very good at what they do and they're successful. The younger one kicked and screamed and took seven years out of college to finally jump on board, but she did. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. But I, I really feel that, um, you know, Jennifer was the first person on my team. Without them, I, I, I couldn't do it alone. Wow. Because I started my business converting for sale by owners, believe it or not, because mm -hmm. I didn't know anyone in New York. Sure. And I was able to do that successfully because I didn't approach the individuals with a sales pitch. I didn't go in with a script and salesy. I didn't go in telling them what to do and and tooting my horn. Well, I didn't even have a horn to toot. I had no <laughs> idea what I was doing. Right. So I just went in to be very helpful, which is my why and my nature, hmm. and gave them advice and helped them straighten up to get ready for their open house because it was hmm. a for sale by owner. And they were able to, you know, people are smart and they see through the sales tactics. Right. So when they see a, a real person standing in front of them and that person really does care about them, and then I would leave and I'd never do what a lot of the books tell us to do and ask for the, the sale and, and I just would leave. And then they would call me and they'd say, you know, you, 
you were so polite and so nice and so helpful. Would you come back and talk to us? And then I'd go back with my professional material as a professional that I was sure. in the living room and, and get the listing. But if it wasn't for having Jennifer, the team helping me, I wouldn't be where I am today. So I have to really give thanks to other people that have yeah. helped me because it's not, you know, you couldn't do that many transactions by yourself. Agreed. And, and I think that that is a huge, um, you know, why into what goes through is obviously family and importance. And we talked about why and, and, and what drives you, but really scaling and growing your business as a team. And I'm a firm believer, just as you stated, that no one really does it alone. And there's a group of people that really help and, and everybody has their piece of the puzzle to make that picture whole. And with a lot of people that are watching or listening to this, I guess the, uh, a rebuttal question to that is if they're looking to grow and scale their business and really bring on the right people to their team, any thoughts or recommendations to the people that are watching or listening to this when, they're, when their time is right or when they are ready to do it, this is how you'd recommend yes. bringing the right people on, anything along those lines? The number one thing is in, you have to know who you are. So you, everyone should take the time you know, I'm an introvert by nature, believe it or not, even though I can stand up in front of a large crowd and talk. I, I really am an introvert sure. and I love my quiet time because I think the quiet time allows me to get grounded and really think and process and grow. Hmm. So everyone, and we're not, we have to be honest with our strengths and our weaknesses. Right. And the first thing someone should do is really um, have a conversation with yourself on what do I enjoy doing? What am I good at? Uh -huh. And where are my weaknesses? And then identify the person that has the same why, value, system, and mission statement, because you have to keep that real and honest. Sure. Bring them on to collaborate. It's like a, a, a team. If you had a sports team mm -hmm. and everyone on the, the, the field was defense, well, no one's going to score, but you're not going to win the game, right? <laughs> sure. That's important for us watching, too. So you have to really have a mix, and you have the, the coach, the leader of the team, has to really understand the talent on those team members. And I want everyone to have fun, so it's very important for me that I understand their strengths and where they're going to have fun. Sure. Because if they're going to have fun, they're going to succeed, and then everyone's going to collaborate. So if anyone's thinking of bringing someone on, a lot of teams have a revolving door. Right. And that's because they don't take the time to interview correctly and ask the right questions. Okay. Okay. Well, going back to the beginning of that, and I think is extremely important, is obviously being aware of yourself, self-aware, and strengths and weaknesses, and then trying to you know, facilitate what needs to be done so that you are you know, a great team together, as you said. But then that interview process trips a lot of people up to asking the right questions. And some people interview really well and, they, and you feel like they're going to be right for your team. And then you hire them and shoot, it's a disaster. So any thoughts to that at all? I mean, I don't want to dive yes. too deep, but I mean, no, because right. what you said, Greg, is correct. They interview really well. There are some people that are professional interviewers. Sure. Well, so an example is if you're going to look for someone that's on the creative side, because that's what you need, mm -hmm. you don't ask the question, are you creative? Because they're interviewing, they want the job. They're going to say, mm -hmm. yes, I'm so creative. 
Mm. What I try to do is I list five or six different areas of like, if I gave you today, Greg, mm -hmm. an opportunity to write the description of the listing, handle the staging and prep for the photos, do the board package and the financial component of that, mm. or to go cold call or pitch and get new business, put them in the order that would be most appealing. The person that's really creative, are gonna, they're gonna put that top of their list. Right. right, yeah. So it's just how you ask the questions and it's to get people, it's what you do, you'd be perfect. You get people to open up to tell the truth and get the story out of them. Well, sure. that's what a good person interviewing. So you should just interview for everyone that wants to do. Hey, everybody, reach out to me. Numbers listed below. No, Vicki, I appreciate that. But that that's truly honest information. And that's so usable for so many team leads and anybody who's looking to grow and expand. And I, I know that there's just an endless wealth of knowledge in your head that you're willing to share. As you stated, you just give to the community and you give to the industry. And again, I don't want to throw you under the bus, but I would love for anybody who's out there watching or listening, please reach out to Vicki, you know, follow her on social media. Uh, connect with her online and and really just dive deep. Um, you know, she's super busy, so I don't want to make any promises on your behalf. She'll do the best she can to get with everybody, but uh, it never hurts to ask for advice. And boy, I'll tell you what, Vicki, you're just a wealth of knowledge and then some. So anybody out there, they, they'd be lucky to have a conversation with you over text, message, anything along those lines. Um, but I do want to move on and I want to keep moving forward because I want to dive a little bit deeper. Now, this particular question is the tricky part of this series and interview. Um, it's the challenge question. Now, this one, I always lead into it the same way with every Titan is we all have challenges in our lives. We all have struggles, uh, whether it's personal or professional, no one's exempt, whether it's in the past, we're dealing with it now, or we will deal with it later on in the future. Uh, but I'm a firm believer. It's not so much what happens but what we learn and experience and, and what we can share with others um, and not to downplay pain and sorrow and hardship. But um, I think that there's more of the positive thought process and spin. So Vicki, if you're comfortable sharing a personal or professional challenge that you dealt with, that you overcame and learned and grew from, what's that look like for you? Well, I'm a believer that nothing happens by mistake. Okay. Right. So yeah. And, and, and my favorite saying is it's a blessing in disguise. Hmm. And both Tika and Pacey always say, oh, there she goes, it's a blessing in disguise. Oh, I love so that. When though. something happens that's painful or um, challenging, if you take the time again to pause and really think about it, it's the now what that separates us. Hmm. So as a child starting out, first of all, the yeah. irony of the, it's ironic that I had a speech challenge like I kids would tease me I couldn't my mother didn't understand me till I was probably six years old and she stepped wow. me tested saying something is wrong this child you know I, I, I didn't pronounce words correctly and <laughs> and the kids would laugh and and my mindset was look at that I'm bringing joy they're laughing <laughs> the kids wow. were laughing but what it really did I realized because I'm in the process of working on some a project now where I, I'm going back and kind of researching all this. And I'm thinking to myself, I, as a child, I couldn't pronounce certain words uh -huh. and I knew the kids were going to laugh. So I would quickly, my brain would work really fast 
to find an alternative word that I knew I could pronounce. Okay. And, and what that did is it taught me to think forward. Hmm. And today, I find myself doing it all the time, not on the word search, but just there's a problem. It's almost like you see the problem coming and you have to get 10 feet ahead of it. Wow. And I have to tell you, it comes in handy in business hmm. because I sit there very calmly and I can figure out a strategy to overcome something that's, people don't even see it coming, but I know it's come. And I think it was that childhood challenge, if you will, that yeah. taught me to think that way. Unbelievable. And I just, first of all, I want to thank you for sharing that because it's not easy to air, you know, challenges or struggles in front of everybody. But that takeaway to me is huge. Right from the beginning, you looked at it in a positive light. I'm, I'm bringing joy. Yeah. And, and to me, that's, that's incredibly inspiring and beautiful as a young age and, and to anybody out there who's watching or listening, because we all have struggles, we all have pains that we're dealing with, but you literally looked at it in the positive, and I think it's amazing. Then learning and growing from that is, is the beautiful point of all that on top of it is, is you're becoming that better of a person, an individual to think that far ahead in so many aspects of your life. And that's such a positive way to look at any pain or any struggle. It is truly, as you stated, a blessing in disguise. And, and I, I really appreciate that. I think that bringing it to chess, the best chess players, they know so many moves ahead. And if something happens, right, then they know 10 other, 20 other moves that they need to do to make that happen and make that move forward. It's the same principle that applies to business and life and relationships. And you're living that, Vicki. I mean, you literally learned that lesson. And, and hopefully everybody's learning this lesson now and, and they can apply these things to their lives. But um, yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. It's not easy to do. So appreciate that. Uh, for sure. So I do want to shift gears to a slightly softer question. Uh, we got through the hard part here. So um, this is actually one of my favorite questions. It ends up being the travel back in time question. Now, we don't have a time machine. We can't travel back in time. This is just not a reality in our situations. Um, and I'm not looking at it from the standpoint, if you could go back and change something in your life or tell yourself not to do something per se. However, if you did have a time machine and you could go back in time, and this is any age range, any time frame of your life and give your younger self a piece of advice or two could be funny professional um you know personal related what would you say to your younger self well my younger self i probably would have those houses the places i bought and i would flip probably would have kept a few of them okay That's <laughs> I wasn't in a financial position. I kept, I was too conservative. So I would sell one to buy the next to buy the next. But looking back on it, I probably could have kept a few and, and built on that. Sure. Um, that's number one. Number two, um, I probably would have, I, I, I probably would have, gone in a different direction on an education level because okay. i think that i had taken the time and the confidence to do that i could have made a bigger impact in 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 the world in general sure and i think all of us together have to make a bigger impact so i probably would have done that well said you know, when, when it comes down to that, obviously the first piece of advice, it's, it's for everybody. That's not just for your younger self. That's for everybody right now. It's never too late. And to really look at it from an investment standpoint, to build your portfolio, start oh. now. 
I, so I, I, that's why I love that question is, you know, we can't go back, but we can influence what's happening today and the decisions can that we're making in the future. Can I share one thing? Because I find yeah. with agents, the biggest thing, fortunately, I was, you know, I, I didn't come from money. I, I, I worked at a young age, but I was always a good saver. I mean, mm -hmm. I pedal my bicycle and run to the bank and put the $20 in the bank. And I have to say, if there's one lesson, I don't care how much money you make, for everyone listening, yep. saving money, saving, 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 and not overspending is huge. Because yep. I don't think they teach it enough in school. And I watch agents, especially because we, we don't know when the next check is coming. And it's painful to, to watch them. You, if you don't learn that, and you can learn it at any age. I don't care if you're 50 or 60. Uh -huh. Start saving now because whatever you have, you'll spend if you don't. You're not disciplined. Right, but that's that's brilliant advice for everybody. Again, any age range, any time frame, any income bracket. Uh, you know, living within your means and then you know saving the majority of what you take in is crucial. And um, there's so many professionals that I know personally, but just across the United States. You know, when we had the downturn recently, well, I can say 10 years ago, um, over a decade now, uh, you know, a lot of people lost a lot. They lost a lot of stuff and, you know, recessions and things along those lines. And, and uh, so many of them were saying, hey, I was just living high and it wasn't going to stop. It just kept growing, growing, growing. It kept making, making, making. And it did stop and it does stop. So a lot of people learn from that. And I think, you know, when and if that ever does happen again, I think people are going to be a little bit more prepared financially and mentally to really go through something like that and weather a storm because it does happen. They're rainy days for a reason, right? So, uh, but that's brilliant advice. And so <laughs> huge into finance and then going into it for investments. But, you know, really, um, I, th I think that there's just so many takeaways into that, uh, you know, particular. And that's why I just love that question. So I appreciate that. That's great advice, not just for young Vicky, but everybody who's watching or listening to this, myself included. So um, I do want to go into another crowd pleaser in this particular series. And we only got a couple questions left. So this one ends up being the feeding of the mind question. So everybody wants to know what the Titans are feeding their minds, how they're growing intellectually along those lines. And obviously when you talked about going back and your education, things like that, you and I had kind of discussed this before we went live is constantly educating yourself and growing. So I, the best of the best always do. And you never know everything. I mean, you were, you were saying these things this is absolutely true. Um, you I think know, two, there are two parts to it. One, yeah. you have to continue to educate. You have to read. You have to keep your eyes and your ears open. And you also have to give back. So I'm on two ends of the street. Every time I, I lead a class or I'm teaching, I'm learning from everyone sitting in that room. Hmm. And I wake up every day. There are multiple times a day I say, I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know how, how do I, I don't know anything. What am I doing? Mm -hmm. And it's not that I don't have the confidence. It's just, I hope I never wake up a day thinking I know it all because then why get out of bed? <laughs> and I, I really think that there's so much to learn and, and you can learn something. There's an agent that's brand new that'll walk in one of my classrooms. They'll say something that's brilliant or they'll say something that'll make me think of something in a different way. Hmm. So if you're not open to learning, number one, number two, read everything like from different 
different publications. You know, I don't care if it's, you know, Architectural Digest on, on Design, Wall Street Journal, the Financial Times, you know, The Real Deal, whatever the publications are, read as much as you can, retain that. And of course, certain books that, that motivate you from, you know, a referral of a lifetime. I'm horrible on names of titles and, and, and authors. Oh, sure. And, and names in general. Numbers I'm pretty good at. Yeah. So, but whether it's, you know, good to great or, or what is it? Um, oh my gosh, with Simon, with the Y. Um, yeah, um, it's, it's a Simon Sinek book. Uh, yeah, it's not um, Start With Why, is that what it is? is yeah. It, yeah, Start With Why. Mm -hmm. All of those books, you know, when I read them, I take something from them. And mm -hmm. it's also interesting to me if, if I'm doing some of it or not. I'm sure. like, oh, interesting. Like, like the referral of a lifetime, it's almost as if that author got in my head and kind of wrote the path of how I do my business. It was really kind of interesting. And then another one, even the old, like, Who Moved My Cheese? I still love that. Oh, great. Yeah. So all these books, if you, you just have to constantly be, you know, never eat alone. All of them are, are good. Sure. But there are some that I really connect with. And I also just like, helping people and, and also volunteering. All of us should be finding some sort of charity or something mm -hmm. that's so we can give back because that helps us grow too. Well, you're deeply a part of a group, correct? A charity organization. Um, you know, can you tell everybody a little bit about that? Yes, I've been um, Pathways to Independence, okay. an uh, organization that I'm very fond of and mm -hmm. My friend Gail got me involved maybe 22, 23 years ago. Wow. It's a, an amazing organization that they interview, we interview women that are in need and we put them on a path to independence. We get them an education, they, we get them health care, we get them dental care, um, housing, and we really, to see where they were and where they are, we do a fundraiser once a year. We raise, I think, over 700000 last year. And wow. we were really touching and helping a lot of individuals. Mm -hmm. And these women go on to be amazing individuals that are, and they, all they needed was someone to support them and believe in them mm -hmm. and help them and educate them. So it's amazing. I absolutely love that. And, and just for everybody out there, we're going to have links in the comments down below so you can get involved with the charity, do some research and see if this is, is something that you want to really uh, be a part of. But um, obviously, Vicky is a huge advocate for it. So uh, I'd put a stamp of approval on that all day long. I, I want to, um, to ask you another question, too. So you had mentioned a project that you're currently working on. Um, and maybe we could do a little announcement for the Titan Nation and the audience out here and, and keep them involved. So what's that project that you, where you're working project on? Is, it, it's a book that I am in the middle of writing. Okay. With, um, Forbes. And it. it'll come out this year. All and right. the goal of the book is I really want, I, I just believe in, in being open and honest and allowing people to understand Again, I said in the beginning, if I can do it, anyone can. Hmm. And all of us get a different, we get dealt a hand of cards when we come into this world, right? Sure, yeah. But it's our life, right? And let's not make, make it the best life that we can have. Hmm. 
And I want to inspire other people that may be struggling or not having the confidence that they can get some, get to achieve something that they feel they can't achieve. So I'm hoping through telling the story of how I got from there to here will somehow inspire. If I can inspire one person, it'll be worth the time I'm writing the book for. Wow, incredible. Well, just right now, I know that there's so many people that you're inspiring during this particular podcast and episode, but I cannot wait for this book to come out. And if you keep us, you know, in the know as far as when it's launched and available, I'll definitely share it with everybody out here in the Titan Nation. And, you know, we can flood in and show you some love and support and really learn and grow and be inspired. So I can't wait for that. So, uh, but uh, yeah, so Vicki, this has just been chock full of incredible information, so many takeaways and, and usability for entrepreneurs and business professionals, uh, obviously into the real estate world on top of that amongst so much. So I just can't thank you enough. I want to wrap everything up with a final question. Uh-oh. And this one ends up being, oh, this is a good one. This one ends up being the quote or mantra that sums you up as a person, as a professional, what's that look like for Vicki Barron? I would say something I say all the time, and that is, it's gonna be great, it's your life, now make it happen. Wow, okay. Yeah, I mean, that sums it up perfectly when it comes down to it. I mean, you as a person and a professional, I mean, you just exude so much positivity. And this conversation has been absolutely incredible, you know, for me. And I know everybody out there really appreciates you taking the time, Vicki. I can't thank you enough. Um, you are a real estate titan. So I just want to officially say that now that we're through this uh, interviewing process. But uh, yeah, just thank you so much, Vicki. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. I feel honored that you invited me. So I appreciate the time. Yeah, I just can't wait for everybody to dive into the information, hear it, share this. Um, you know, everybody, thanks so much for your time and attention. As always, your love and support. If you like what we're doing here at the Real Estate Titans, please don't forget to like our Facebook page, subscribe to the YouTube channel, have a listen on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcast. Take a look at our Instagram account. We got some special content on there as well. Live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. <laughs>